Hi, my name is Ben Buddy Slack, and I'm the founder of the Swan Song Project. The Swan Song Project is a charity that helps people facing the end of their lives to write and record their own original songs. I started doing a series of interviews with songwriters where I asked them to perform one of their own songs, share with us some tips they may have for songwriters who might be just getting started, and to also um, share a little bit about how music's helped them deal with bereavement in the past. This episode features Rory Hall, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, today I'm here with Rory Hall. Rory's a, uh, an old friend of mine, a good songwriter. Um, he's going to play us a song now, and we're going <laughs> to we're going to have a chat about it. Um, do you want to introduce your song, Rory, and uh, then take it away? I'm going to put you on the full screen for when you're right. doing the song. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name's Rory, and as Ben says, I'm a songwriter of, of a kind. Um, and uh, this is a song called Good Day Off My Last EP. Um, so I shall play that for you now. To relieve it, 
And if they all had their way, we would all just fade away in silence. Cause all the life is based upon was right or wrong, or who can jump the highest. Thoughts traverse around your mind. Please do not forget to try. Have a good day. Hope you have a good day. Whenever music run expire, all you ever feel is tired. Have a good day. Hope you have a good day. Hey, nice one. Morning voice, definitely. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, nice one, Rory. Thanks for that. All right. So what can you tell us about writing that one? Oh, yeah, just one sec. Is that right? Got a bit of noise from me. Uh, that song's basically uh, it's about mental health and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of people's words sort of not meaning out when you're feeling a certain way out and then and uh, you know kind of like words not being able to change out or how you're feeling and that kind of thing a bit yeah. morbid I guess but it's uh, just one that I felt I needed to get out on paper and onto, onto, a, onto a disc yeah when did you write that one is that a fairly recent one or is it uh, that was it was released um, January last year and okay. I'd had it written for, well, funnily enough, the, the, the pattern, the finger pick pattern in the verse and chorus I've had since about 2012, but it was part oh. of a different, it was part of like a long, like prog song, which had different uh, parts. And then I just thought, no, I'll just make a simple song out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's a bit of recycling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd finally put that to use because I had the, um, I had the, like the, the big intro and the outro bit. I thought, oh, what can I put in between that? So I just thought I'll put that in. And then um, it one of one of the rare times I actually write um, lyrics before I actually had the lyrics written as more of a poem before, mm. uh, which is quite rare. I usually have the music first. Music first guy. Yeah. So then you had the so you had the guitar part from the what you'd written previously and then you had the lyrics written separately and you managed to put them together. So yeah, you, yeah. You, wrote, you wrote the lyrics without any tuning involved in your head That's or anything. Yeah. Maybe maybe a couple of words changed to fit the rhythm of the song yeah. like but um yeah, it came it sort of came together quite organically that, which is strange for me because it usually tear my hair out of it. <laughs> other songs for a period of months so that one came together quite quickly nice nice apart from it being from 2012 but... <laughs> <laughs> quite quickly all things considered once the pieces came together yeah that, yeah that's it yeah once everything it, it were a, quite a quick process in like getting the song finished and ready to record that's good yeah it's mm -hmm. interesting how sometimes you get bits like that where like 
So did the did the other song, what the guitar part was for, was that one that you'd finished and you're happy with, or was it one that you just kind of like had and you weren't like did did it feel right in the other version or or not? No, well, it was just it was something that were I'd had it, and then the other section I made sure the other section like went into a different key so it could lead to that, and it just I just thought it were it it were a, an instrumental section. I just thought, no, I think it'd be better with with some words over it as well. <clears throat> so I'm glad I I'm glad I ended up using it for that song instead of uh, just to sort of throw away little section in a in a long prog song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put it to better use. <laughs> mm. Good stuff. And you say the lyrics we're talking, we're talking about, um, yeah. So I'm guessing when when people are in a state of depression and words not getting through. Mm. Is, that, is that what the, the theme of it is yeah. about? Yeah, so it's kind of um, the, the the verse is kind of experiences when you're feeling that way out, and the chorus is like everyone's sort of going, uh, "Oh, just try and try and, have a, try and lighten up and try and do this." And yeah, so it's it's a bit sort of I don't know. I guess I'm kind of having a go up so <laughs> a little bit, but not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think of it more as kind of like raising awareness of that, isn't it? Because people if people haven't experienced um, what it's like to be depressed, mm. then not realizing how what you know what the song's trying to say of that. So I've been there myself, and like and words just don't get through it all, and it's like it's, yeah. it's not as it's, it's, it's not simple as that. So yeah, and because and people, yeah, like I say people are meet, generally meaning well when they say those things. But it's just if you've not been there, you don't understand. It's harder to understand, I guess. Um, That's it. What it's like. Um, so yeah, hopefully it makes people think about that in a, in a different way, perhaps. Mm. I said there's some quite happy songs on that album as well. I promise. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> it's my personal favourite off the EP because I think because it's so close to the bone. Yeah. You know, I've got songs about jackets and getting pissed and things like that on there <laughs> as well. It. But uh, that. Yeah, I, I just always miss the strings part because Kieran O'Malley played strings on the second half and these nice. string parts come in in the when the second verse hits and it's just, it just, I mean, he's an incredible player. And yeah, he just adds so much to the song. I always miss that. I always expect <laughs> to come in when they start the second verse. Yeah. Nice. And what EP is that from, you say? That's off uh, Planets and Jackets. That was my last one I released. Cool. So, so people can check that out on your... Uh website yeah Bandcamp it's Bandcamp and mainly yeah using Bandcamp. good stuff um yeah. cool so let's move to section two so i asked you uh, for a, a songwriting tip that you might give to people just getting started with writing songs mm -hmm. uh, so what have you got for us rory this was <laughs> this was the one that i was dreading because um <laughs> i don't use any particular formula i just kind of do what feels right at the time and um it's not so I, I usually find out what the song was actually about after i've written it if you know what i mean i find words that sound nice together vowels and syllables and it's more about the sounds of the words to me but then i usually find that i've just been singing over the top of the music that i've already written and I, words will generally come out and i'll just keep doing it over and over a lot that's a lot of the time what i do and you find that I usually, it sounds pretty deep, you usually find that you, your subconscious will start 
reeling out little sentences and then that's what I find anyway sometimes and I'm listening back and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's about that. That's about that. Oh man, I'm, t- I'm turning into Paul McCartney. I had this dream, <laughs> right, about a submarine. But no, um, <laughs> so you just, I, you just free, freely improvise over your music and see what comes out. Is that... Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I don't a lot. Sometimes I can be just writing a, a poem or something about, and then it'll turn into a song. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of my earlier stuff and some stuff I've been doing recently, I've sort of gone back to that kind of just real words out over the, I've, um, record the music first. Because I've got these chords together, or this arrangement, or even just a beat and a riff, and yeah, just sort of like, yeah, just just on loop, basically recording on loop, and just pick out little phrases or things like that, and then sometimes, yeah, because I, I have no set way of doing it, um, but I think it should just always you should never write for other people, as in. I don't mean that as in not write a song about other people. Don't sort of like, oh, I don't want to write that because that might not, you know, might not appeal to a certain group or a certain mm. person. You know, I think it always should be just, you know, I, people have been accused of being a bit self-indulgent and things like that with lyrics and and songs. But uh, well, it's, it's always going to be slightly self-indulgent because you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah, I guess like writing something that's meaningful to you is what's important because that's what's going to mm. be important to, well, it's what's like to be more meaningful for other people, I imagine, is that rather mm. than writing for whatever you imagine an audience wants to hear, writing something which is actually meaningful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah, that's what I imagine is uh, well, what's I've, like to work, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's been been a lot of instances where I've, I have written, I mean, I always go for that thing. I just, I write about either personal experiences or I write, I write about other people, but change the circumstance in the place and all that. So it's not going to be too obvious, but you get a like the person saying, I totally related with that tune. You know, I, I, I know exactly what you meant by that. You know, yeah. that's always quite cool when someone gets it. Yeah. But you don't want any sort of like Charlie Manson's are out sort of thinking your song about a black jacket is a, is a code for assassinating, um, someone or you know also yeah, that's, that's the risk you take uh, we're talking Be- Beatles level there aren't we so we're not quite <laughs> lad from Castleford you know <laughs> <laughs> so um, to summarise that on a tip we would say right personal experience and to um, not be strict with methods I guess of like you can like you say you yeah, can you write in lots of different ways yeah I, I mean I'm not I'm not formally trained in anything musical so I just all I know is the way I do it, and I, I think it should be as as expressive of uh, of yourself and your own personality as uh, as you can, and uh, sing stuff that means something to you or someone close to you, or you know, just that kind of thing. There's got to be a bit of heart and a bit of soul in it. Yeah. Even right. if it sounds like nonsense to other people, yeah. it means something, you know, to you or a, or someone who's gonna get that, you know. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks, Rory. Yeah. Sorry. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, so we're moving... ended, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Um, we're moving to section three. So section three, ask uh, our guests to choose a song. Uh, mm-hmm. That means something to them relating to end of life and bereavement. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, do you want to tell us what your song is, Rory? Then we'll invite 
the link will be in the description. So we're always going to mm -hmm. tell you what song it is. Then if you're watching this at home, you can pause the video, follow the link, listen to the song, and come back. And then me and Rory are going to have a bit of a chat about it. So yeah. uh, tell us what song you chose, Rory. Yeah, I chose, um, I chose Lazarus from David Bowie's Black Star album. Great stuff. Yeah, so if you're watching this at home, you want to pause this. Uh, the link is in the description. You can go and listen to the song if you've not heard it before. Then we're going to carry on chatting about it when you come back. So uh, tell us about that song, Rory. Why did you choose that one? Well, I mean, I just have, I've never heard a more poignant song about sort of end of, end of life. And people, you know, because this is basically the, the artist basically telling his fans that he's on his, he's on his, uh, on his, you know, way out and uh, that he's, that he's dying. And um, it's funny because, well, it wasn't funny. I, I, it was strange because it was released around a time where I'd lost a couple of friends and stuff like that. They were like Nigel and people like that had, had passed or, you know, were close to, I think, I think Nigel, I just forget the year it was, I think it I think it was a bit, little bit later on that year um, that he he passed. So it always rem reminds me of him, and I just uh, I just think it's it's so haunting that like you know this massive influential pop stars sending you all a sort of a, a note to say right this is uh, this is my last my last kind of hurrah kind of thing. I just always find that quite. I always even just thinking about it gets the older hairs on the arm stood up yeah. and I just think it's a beautiful song just just so simple and it's just amazing the, the whole album but that song in particular yeah yeah it's a very powerful piece isn't it very um, mm. I remember I remember that album and Leonard Cohen's last album mm. um, You Want It Darker um, well the last album he released when he was still alive so there's been another Cohen one since isn't there um but the yeah they weren't too far apart. I don't think. I remember that that was around the time I was like thinking about starting Swan Song, and it felt like both of these two icons had kind of just done their Swan Songs. Um, yeah, I remember that feeling like a real kind of encouragement for me to do it. And that like here mm. everyone was you know reacted to this idea of artists leaving you know like who both you know knew that they didn't have long left and wanted to to leave you know to do a final thing. Um. Yeah, and it's just, I remember just thinking how like how brave and kind of admirable it was to take that in their strata, like you know, to know that's what they were doing and address it in such a uh, powerful way. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Yeah, I I haven't heard much of that Leonard Cohen album. I need to I need to have a listen properly to that. Yeah, you want it darker is. Uh, it's yeah it's a powerful album it's a beautiful stuff on it mm. great stuff yeah well thanks rory thanks for joining me no, um, thanks ben nice to nice talking you nice to see you yeah always nice to see you um if you're watching this hope you've enjoyed it and uh yeah. check out check out rory's links uh follow him on the social medias and all that stuff and i'll be back soon with another episode cool thanks, thanks a lot cheers ben